Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. You're listening to The John Cordray Show, number 26. Coming up in this episode, I'm talking about five reasons why you should talk about your disorder. This is The John Cordray Show, the infusion of mental health and healthy living. Welcome to the green zone of inspiration, encouragement, and enlightenment. Discover how you can feel better so you can start living better. And now, your host, your friendly neighborhood therapist, a national certified counselor, a leading voice of emotionally healthy living, and the mental health dude, John Cordray. And welcome to the John Cordray Show. My name is John Cordray, and I am a licensed therapist and a national certified counselor. And I am so happy that you decided to listen to my show today. You know, today is number 26. And I'm going to be talking about five reasons why you should talk about your disorder. And before I get to that, though, I just want to say hi. And how is your day? What are you doing today? Is it the morning? Is it afternoon? Is it late at night? What are you doing? How is your day like? What was your week like? You doing okay? Well, today I want to just talk to you briefly about why I think you should talk about your disorder. Or maybe you don't have a mental health disorder and you know somebody who does. And why I think it's important to talk about it and not keep it all to yourself. Because I think one of the loneliest things you can do and one of the isolating things you can do is to keep your mental health disorder to yourself. And I get it. The stigma of the shame and, and the, that's often associated with the disorder is often the reason why you're quiet. I get that. And there is a stigma, unfortunately. And in fact, I am wanting to fight against that stigma. And I want to help you. And I get it, though. I, I understand if you are suffering from something, the last thing you want is to let people know. And one of the things that uh, therapists and psychologists and doctors, counselors, any mental health professionals, uh, we use a manual, a pretty big, thick manual, uh, that's called the DSM-5. And the DSM-5 is was created to help diagnose and treat patients with mental health di- uh, disorders. And um, it, it's kind of a way that we can talk to one another. So if I uh, diagnose somebody with major depressive disorder, then that goes in my notes. And then if the doctor sees that, just the numbers that are associated with that diagnosis, we can talk and communicate and we know exactly what we're talking about. And so that's why there's a big book. That's why there's an actual diagnosis. Now, I think there's two sides of the coin or two uh, edges of the sword, if you will. I think a lot of times it is good to know what your diagnosis is, but other times it it could really get you down and weigh you down. And when it weighs you down and you're embarrassed by your mental health disorder, that's when you want to keep it to yourself. 
But at the same time, you might long to let it out. And it could be so intense and so powerful that it could provoke even more anxiety and fear because it's kind of the, I want to tell somebody, but I'm afraid to tell somebody tension that's going on inside you. I get it. And so many people who suffer from a mental health disorder really keep it to themselves. I even had clients who have suffered from a mental health disorder, whether it's anxiety or depression or, or, or whatever, and they haven't even told their spouse. And they've been married for 20-some years because they were embarrassed to talk about it. They, they were thinking that, well, I'll just avoid the conversation and maybe it's not a, that big of a deal. And that could be really hard. That could be a huge burden to try to keep that to yourself. And you could be pretty good at it too. You can avoid it and, and just pretend and, and barely get through an episode. Maybe it's depression or anxiety. You could be pretty good at faking it and getting it through. I mean, so I mean, think about how easy it is to put on a fake smile and act like you're happy and talk about how good life is all the while you're dying inside. Yeah, that happens a lot. And as a therapist, I know the importance of why you should talk about your disorder and talking to someone about it can be very freeing and liberating. But I also know what you might be thinking. How can I? What I have, what I'm struggling with is too embarrassing. And if I were to tell this to somebody, I might lose them as a friend or they might think differently of me. And so you keep it to yourself. You might disagree with me and that's okay. You, you don't have to agree with me on this, but this is my opinion and why I think that holding it in and keeping that to yourself can really be like a cancer that eats you from the inside out. And I'm not suggesting, however, that you open your window and you scream at the top of your lungs that you have a disorder to everyone who walks by. <laughs> I'm not saying that. You got to use good judgment in whom you tell and, and being discreet about it is a good start. And, and you, you want to be able to pick and choose who you tell. Obviously, you want to make sure that you can trust them. But you need to do it. And here's why. So here's five reasons why I think you should talk about your disorder. Number one, it can empower you. It can empower you. You should talk about your disorder because it's a very brave and courageous thing to do. And once you do it, once you talk about your disorder to, to at least one person for the first time, it can be very empowering. And many times admitting your secret can open up a sense of empowerment in, in, because you face your fear. And once you talk about your disorder, you might realize that you're not the only one that struggles. And perhaps you'll be able to help somebody else who's struggling. So it can empower you. Number two, it could be very freeing. It could be very freeing. You should talk about your disorder because it could free you from the bondage of shame and isolation and fear. And let me tell you, that bondage is real. It's huge. It's hard. It's very powerful. And it can keep, it keeps you something from like a mental health disorder to yourself can literally eat you from the inside out. And the pressure of hurting inside and not being able to tell someone can be so strong that it can make it 10 times worse. 
I mean, think about it. If you're struggling with anxiety, but you never tell anybody, you're all alone and it makes it worse. And being alone and withdrawing from the world is a terrible way to live. Especially when you're not alone. When there's people around you who do care and will help you if you just tell them. Number three. Number three is it can lead to your personal growth. It can lead to your growth. You should talk about your disorder because you will grow from it. And when you talk about your disorder, it could be a step towards acceptance. You need to accept it. There's a point in life where you have to accept this, whatever you're struggling with. And if you can't get rid of your disorder right away, maybe you need to try to accept it. And accepting that you have a disorder can go a long way towards your growth. And when you accept it, then you talk to somebody about it. And you know what? They'll accept it as well. And they'll accept you. And you can grow from that. But you can't grow if you keep it to yourself. The fourth reason is that it can prevent you from feeling all alone. It can prevent you from feeling all alone. You should talk about your disorder because it can bring you closer to others and help you feel like somebody cares. You're not in this alone, so don't make yourself alone. Many people who struggle with a mental health disorder, they actually do things alone. And they kind of talk themselves out of the reasons why they shouldn't or why they should talk to somebody. Maybe it has that mentality of, I can do this. I don't need anybody. Kind of the John Wayne cowboy syndrome. I can do it all myself. I can handle it. Let me tell you, you can't. (laughs) So don't try. I don't care how tough you are. You're still a person. You're still a human being. You still have emotions. And then number five... It could allow others to help you. It could allow others to help you. You should talk about your disorder because there are people in your life that want to surround you and help you when you need them. Just like you're there for them, you need to allow them to be there for you. Your friends and family will be there for you, but you need to trust them. You need to come to a point where you can trust them with this knowledge of your disorder. But you have to take that scary step and then talk about it. You've got to take that first step. But I think you'll be glad that you did. Now, granted, I said this before, you want to make sure you can trust this person, someone who's close to you, perhaps, or maybe someone who doesn't know you like a counselor. And that's fine too. I have a lot of people come and tell me things that they never told anyone before. And I think that's fine, but you got to tell somebody. So here are some common fears that I think a lot of people have when it comes to talking about, when they hear me say, you need to talk about your disorder. I think this is, these are some common fears. And by the way, this is advice I tell my clients as well. So this is not something that I'm only telling you. I tell this to my clients when they come to see me, I'll tell them or I'll ask them, 
you know, I'm just curious. Did you have you told your spouse this? And when they say no, do you know what I say? <laughs> yeah, you're right. I encourage them to tell. And, and let me tell you, every time when I have a client tell their spouse about their struggle, they come back the next time and they say, oh, man, this is like this big weight is lifted off my back. Thank you for making me uh, or encourage me to do that. I'd never make my clients do anything, but um, I encourage them and they do it. I am so proud of my clients. And if you're listening to this and you're one of my clients, I am so proud of you. We'll be back after a quick break. The year was 1846, and Sarah Graves was 21, a newlywed, and had dreams of moving to California. But an encounter with a group known as the Donner Party would change her life forever in a fight for survival that some would live to never speak of again. Here on The Land of Odd, we're a history podcast that covers the odd, macabre, and inspiring stories that you won't find in a textbook. At the time, two brothers were kidnapped by the circus to the connection between jazz and voodoo, or the double murder that inspired America's obsession with true crime. Listen to The Land of Odd, a history podcast, on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. Because I know how hard you work. And if you're listening to this and you're not my client, but maybe you go to another therapist or maybe you're thinking about going to a therapist, I am proud of you because you are listening to this and you are being challenged. And I know you're wrestling with, should I tell somebody or not? And maybe you're leaning towards telling somebody and I'm proud of you for that. So here are a few of the common fears that you may have. And I'm sure that there'll be someone who will, will listen and they'll think there is no way not a chance that I'm going to tell anyone. Or maybe you would just rather die before anyone found out. I get that. But I want to gently encourage you and challenge you to think differently. So here's some common fears. One uh, fear is the fear of being judged by others. That's a very real fear. You cannot control what other people think. But let me tell you, they are wrong for judging you. Now, I know you may think people are judging you, but they may not be. So don't judge them thinking that they're judging you. <laughs> so don't assume the worst in people. Okay. So don't just uh, assume that people are judging you. You're afraid that you might lose a friend. If you tell them what it is you're struggling with, you're going to be so embarrassed and you're afraid that that your friend will say, whoa, that's too much for me to handle. I'm out of here. See ya. Have a good life. So that's a fear. Another one is uh, when you tell someone that you struggle or have a, a mental health diagnosis, you're afraid that someone might think you're crazy. Looney. Woo. No, you're not crazy. Okay. Again, you can't control what other people think. But because, just because you have a disorder does not mean that you're crazy. Stop thinking that way. You are a person who is broken, and you are a person who is struggling with something very real and powerful, but you're not crazy. You are still a human being, and you have dignity, and you have emotions, and you have rights just like everyone else. 
So you're not crazy. Then another fear is that you might feel that you're um, more shame. You might feel more shame than you already do when you tell someone and, and you're afraid that they're going to react a certain way. And then that's going to create even more shame for you. So you're afraid of making things worse for yourself. And then another fear, I think, is you, you're afraid that if you tell somebody or people, some people, that they're going to avoid you. And when they see you, oh, my goodness, oh, ah, I'm going to stay away from that person because they really have some really stuff they're working on, really some far out stuff. And I don't, I just don't want to deal with No, <laughs> they're not. Most people are not going to think that way. But again, it's, it's part of your thinking process. You, you tend to assume that people are thinking the worst in you when they're not. But these are some r- real risk. I mean, they're definitely risk involved because you cannot control what other people do and you can't control what they say. But the rewards are far greater. I mean, think about it. Wouldn't it be great to be liberated from the secret bondage of your disorder? Wouldn't it be awesome to have this burden lifted off your back? And finally, somebody knows and they accept you for who you are? Yeah, that'd be awesome. And so the next thing I want you to do, you you knew this was coming. (laughs) You knew this was coming. I want you to go find somebody to tell. Someone that you trust but tell them about the disorder. Tell them about the thing that you're struggling with. So finding someone to tell may not be that easy, but it's a very important step that deserves a lot of thought, especially if you've never, ever told anyone before. So think about the people in your life. Who can you trust with, with such an important fact about you? Can they keep your confidence? Are they quick to judge other people? So maybe you're around them and and they judge others really quickly. And then that's probably a red flag. Maybe that person you shouldn't say, Uh, tell them. Can they take such information seriously? So these are some questions you want to ask yourself as you're thinking through who to tell for the first time. The person that you're thinking about are they trustworthy and safe? So if you haven't done so already, I really want to encourage you to consider talking to somebody about your disorder. I don't want you to suffer alone anymore. That needs to stop today. You need to let others in your life give them the ability to help you and to encourage you. And I want you to talk to somebody about your disorder this week, today, if it's possible. And I know, I know it could be very scary, a very scary thing to do, but I really believe my friend that you'll be glad that you did. I don't want you to suffer alone. So it's, it's time to get rid of this burden that's been bogging you down for so long. You need to talk to someone about your disorder. So let me just recap of the five reasons why you should talk about your disorder. One, it can empower you. Two, it could be very freeing. Three, it could lead to growth. Four, it could prevent you from feeling all alone. 
And then five, it allows you, allows others to help you. Don't do this alone. And let's just turn it around for a moment. If one of your best friends or your spouse or a family or, or a close friend, if they were struggling with a disorder, would you want them to tell you? Yeah, I bet you would. If you found out that uh, years later that your friend or your relative struggled with something, but they never told you, would you be a little upset or hurt? Because you would want, want to have known so you could have helped them? I bet you would. So don't deprive them of this. I know it can be scary, but do it. It's for your benefit and it's for their benefit. So what is it that you struggle with? What is your disorder? Now, you may not have a classified diagnosis, but you're probably thinking of something that you struggle with and you're embarrassed about it. And you know how hard it is to keep it to yourself. You know what I'm talking about. So what is it that you're struggling with? You may have a diagnosis and there are some diagnoses that can be very embarrassing. Um, I, I get that. But you need to tell somebody, if not a friend, if not a fa uh, family member, then go to a therapist. That's their job. They're not going to judge you at all. So these are my reasons why I think you need to talk about your disorder and not to be embarrassed about it, not to be ashamed. This is something that's a part of you. It's something that makes you who you are, whether you like it or not. It's, it's a part of you. So it's time to accept it. And it's time to talk about it and admit it. And not only that, you might have the opportunity to help somebody else. And that, my friend, is the most wonderful thing in the world. If you can help another human being who's struggling as well. So I hope this encourages you rather than discourages you to talk about your disorder. I, I want this to be a time where you do some self-reflection about why you haven't told somebody yet and why you really should wrestle with this. You know, think about it, pray about it, wrestle with it, write it down, journal it, do all the processing that you can, but don't delay. Don't keep putting it off. I want you to talk about it to somebody. And would you do me a favor? Would you tell me, let me know if you talk, talk to somebody. Maybe you need, maybe you want to talk to me. That's fine. Um, there's ways of doing that. You can reach out to me on Twitter at John P. Cordray. You can go to my website at johncordray.com. I've been doing periscopes and I'm trying to do that on a regular basis and it's been fun. Uh, but you can find me on Periscope and, and, and really the best way to do that would be to type in your search bar on your computer or your mobile phone and just type in periscope.tv 
slash John P. Cordray. And that will take you right to my Periscope homepage and you can follow me. And when you follow me, you'll get a notification every time I go live. But if you can't make my live uh, scope, you can watch it later after 24 hours. So I hope you can reach out to me there. And if you're listening to this and you are actually a therapist yourself, uh, great. I, I, that's my passion is to help the helpers help people. And I want to help you. And, and I've put together recently uh, a program. It's completely free, no strings attached. And it's about helping therapists start their private practice because I know how hard it can be. And it's a nine-day course. It will walk you step-by-step. Each day is a step. It's very clear. It will challenge you, and it directs you how to get your private practice started. And once you're done and completed, you'll be ready to open your doors. So you you, uh, can find this uh, course. Just type in freeprivatepracticecourse.com. Freeprivatepracticecourse.com. Com. Once you're there, you can sign up and you'll start working on it right away. And I need your feedback. If you're a therapist and you do this, I need your feedback. Help me know what your biggest struggles are because I want to help you as much as I can. I want to be a resource to you and an encouragement to you because what you are doing as a therapist is a high calling and you're helping people and I commend you. But even as therapists, especially if in your private practice, it could be a lonely venture. Uh, so I am here. I don't want you to be alone. I'm with you. So if you're a therapist, I hope you can go to freeprivatepracticecourse.com, sign up, and you'll get started, my friend. Cool. All right. Well, that's all I have. Thank you so much for listening. And these are my five reasons why you should talk about your disorder. Do it today. If not today, do it this week. I really hope you will and reach out to me. If you told someone, I would love to know and just say, Hey John, guess what? I told somebody today, man, that would make my day. That would be so cool. So I'm going to let you go. Thanks again for listening and I will catch you next time. And I hope you have a great rest of the day or night, depending on what time you're listening to this. I would encourage you to listen to it again. If it's something that will help and encourage you, Share this with a friend. You, when you go to my website, you can go to johncordray.com and uh, you can find my archives of all my podcasts. And each episode, you can actually send this to somebody that you're thinking of. You can send it via social media or in an email. Very easy uh, and, and uh, very convenient. So that's my goal. And so if you're thinking of somebody right now that might benefit from this, then send it to them. Let them know and spread the word, if you will, Uh, because my goal is to reach as many people as I can. And so I appreciate that, and I appreciate you for uh, sticking with me and listening. And if you're following me on any uh, of my social media, thank you. And if you're not, please do. I'm on Instagram as well. And... uh, There's just a lot that I'm doing to want to reach as many people as I can. And I need everybody to join me in this uh, because I need your feedback. I need to know what's something on your heart so I can address it. 
So if you have uh, an iPhone, go to iTunes, uh, subscribe to my show, please. Or if you have uh, any phone that's not an iPhone, go to Stitcher Radio and you can find me there as well and leave a, a kind review. I would really appreciate it. Okay, that's all I have. We'll see you later. Take care and we'll talk to you next time. You have been listening to The John Cordray Show. Remember, your story isn't over yet. Together, we can break the stigma of mental health. Together, we can make a difference. Be sure to catch the next episode of The John Cordray Show. Until next time, stay in the green zone. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.